in Chicago at like 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. Sleep, hopefully. On the plane, yeah. because as soon as we land, it goes. <laughs> um, party, 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 four days. Wait, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. So you're back Tuesday. We fly out Tuesday morning at 8.45 a.m. With the time difference, we land at 10.30. In the morning, yeah. Go I- home, drop our crap off. And go to work. Ooh. Yup. So we'll podcast next Wednesday after you've had a chance to I don't know. Recover. Tuesday might be fun. Tuesday might be All a right. fun day for me. We'll see how Adam's <laughs> doing. You're better man than I. I'm too old for that party, party, party. Well, we did that in Palm Springs. Yeah. Like, we left. Literally, our flight was at 6 a.m., flew back to Seattle, dropped our stuff up at the house, and went right to work. Wow. I was here by 10 a.m. that morning. That's crazy. Yeah, works. I didn't. No. No, I was dead. That looked anyway. really fun, though. I'll live vicariously through your Facebook. It'll be fine. Ooh. You might see some stuff on this next trip that you're like, I don't want to live that life. And it's all right. <laughs> okay. Um. So <laughs> let's have a Episode show. Episode 79. This 79. is how it starts. Yep. This, ha- this, this is how the beginning of the end is right now. Uh, all right. Bite Me Podcast, Episode 79. Hi, my name is Adam West. And I am Cliff Johnson. Hi, my name is Dylan's dead. No, he's not. God. (laughs) And we're now a duo instead of a trio. He's in Minneapolis. That's as good as dead. That's pretty much dead. It's real close to dead. Sorry if you live in Minneapolis. We love all of you Minnesota people. Minnesotans? Minnesotans. My family is familial from there. That's a big one. Grandparents are both buried there, so are they like? Were they? Is that like Viking stuff? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, see, I know the things. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not. They just is your family like Banner Saga. They are literally. <laughs> they came over on a boat straight from the Scandinavias, both sides. I'm like, there's more than one. Yep, Norway wow. and Sweden. What about the Finland? Yeah, that too. I don't have any relatives from Finland though, oh. or Denmark. Does everybody uh, in Finland have Denmark? Fins? Probably, yeah. It's just a bunch of sharks. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, Dylan's out this week, so it's just us. Sorry about it. Yeah. Not really. I uh, like to think that this is better. Yeah, well, that's probably that's not better. Mean. It's not better. <laughs> um, all right. So news this week. We have got some info on the upcoming uh, Fortnite eSports tournament. Lots of money up for stakes uh, in that. Uh, also, some other news in the Fortnite so there's that. Fortnites. My- Fortnites. Microsoft has launched this really cool controller for gamers with uh, disabilities. It's very cool. It's really, really cool. Uh, GTA 5, you thought it was crazy before. Well, now it's just getting ridiculous. Uh, Vita games are gone. Rip. But the PS Vita is still on shelves. As much as it has yes. been for the last two years. <laughs> right. Uh, no Man's Sky is going to get an Xbox. and uh, What's an MP? Uh, multiplayer? Oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> no Man's Sky is officially it, getting, like, real multiplayer. It took me a minute to re- remember what it was. <laughs> um, and the PS4 is closing in and entering its final phase, and people started freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, it's dying. See, when I heard final Calm phase, down. I was thinking it was turning into some sort of awesome robot with right? a bunch of other ps 4 I don't know. Like that uh, uh, Voltron did you style? See, <laughs> did you ever see that uh, that video where the chick went crazy on the drive-thru for not having Chicken McNuggets? Yeah, yeah. She's like, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> uh, Exactly. <laughs> See, and that's what I heard. Not not that like it was dying. It was like it's only going to get better. It's going right? to fold itself into something. Uh, something that is getting better, Mario plus Rabbids, not that it needed to get better. Uh, Mario's, Mario plus Rabbids is getting some Donkey Kong DLC, so we'll talk about that. Do you think they'll call that. it Mario plus Rabbids plus Donkey Kong? That would just be stupid. <laughs> but in a really long name. Yeah. Um, do we really want to start talking about E3 already? Well, considering it's what, two and a half weeks away? Yeah, three. Okay, three. Time. 
I don't know. I can actually tell you concept, because we've got, a, we've got a timer for another thing we're doing, like countdown timer, and E3 happens at the same time. Oh, so interesting. Okay. Um, and Devolver Digital, are they going to have an E3 conference again? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. You didn't watch it last year, did you? No. What was it? <sighs> Bad. Some people really liked it. <clears throat> I thought it was a damn train wreck. Like I really liked Devolver Digital. We'll talk about it later. Wait, was that the one where the guy came out and was all like, was all like angsty, angry, yelling? And like the lady was covered in blood by the end of it. And yeah, it was. Oh, not my thing. I don't like that. Oh, I'm thinking of the the video game awards when that one guy went all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. The last or not the Last of Us. Um. That one dude. That one dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, questions from Vinny, Optimist Prime, James, Mansox as well. Uh, but first, we start with what we're playing. And I, this week, I'm telling you what I finished. Oh. Yeah. I finished God of War, which was great. Did you like the ending? I loved the ending. Interesting. I've heard both it, ways. Oh. It, it, if, if people say they didn't like the ending, then they weren't paying attention and they don't understand what what's coming. Or they don't, or they don't, they're not excited for what's coming. Adam because thinks all of you are stupid. That's what he that's said. That's fine. Yeah. If you didn't like the ending of it, well, you're kind of dumb. Not yeah, really. no, it, I'm kidding. Everyone I've seen that said they haven't liked the ending is like, well, I can't tell you why, though, because it spoils it. But. Well, I want to, I'm curious, I want to know yeah. if if you didn't like the ending, I'd like to know why. Yeah. Maybe it was too, like, I could see people complaining that it was maybe too open ended. Yeah. Even though it, it wasn't necessarily open ended, this game just. Very clearly was a setup for a whole series. Yeah, very very much so. How many more in the there's pipe? Five games five? total. Wow, oh, so four more one. in the yeah, pipe. Four more. Nice. Because um, what is Corey Bal? Bal- yeah, Balrog? that dude, Balrog? that Baldur's Gate that guy. D- I, don't I don't know. I don't think that's true. Baller, right? It's just the name sounds. Corey was like a it. baller. Let's go with that. A little bit taller. Um, somebody asked him, uh, just point blank, how many games have you got planned? And he said, "There's a roadmap in place for five games total." And this one sold. Three, three and a half, three, four like three and a half million, like the first yeah. few weeks, so or the first weeks probably works. Crazy. Um. So yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. I'm curious to know what people didn't like because the ending of it very, very much was like, all right, now this is the universe we have introduced you to, and up next we're going to talk about this thing that happened. Very cool. And it literally gave me chills. I got goosebumps, <laughs> and I was yelling at my screen, "What?" What? As Kevin was coming back in from the gym, he's like, you finished it? I'm like, go away. You can't see this. <laughs> <laughs> Has he finished beating it on God, ultra no. super hard mode yet? He, if, you, uh, if you're uh, on our Facebook page, I posted a video of Kevin just fighting uh, just a random one of those time or space rip thing yeah. guys that you just pull through. And they're real, real hard to begin Those with. Those are real, real hard. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kevin's playing the game on Give Me God of War mode, Oof. which all the other difficulty levels, once you start it, you can switch between them if yeah. you want. This one, once you start it in that mode, you have to stay in that mode. Yikes. Otherwise, you lose all your progress and start again. I'm good. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I, doing uh, that. Those Rift just... guys, like, on easy, they kill me. So, yeah, they're rough. I don't, I don't like it. No. Um, no. But he's enjoying it. Some um, some people are well. It's funny because he's playing that on crazy super hard mode, and <clears throat> I was on my Switch and I was playing Celeste, which is not an easy game either. No. But I played it and I finished it, nice. and I never turned the assist mode on Very once. Nice. And it was the most satisfying. That's cool. Like the most satisfying game finish I've had in a real long time. Celeste is definitely on my is on my list. I need, to, need to do that. 
It's good. If you're unfamiliar with it, it's an 8-bit you know, pixel art style, uh, like kind of platformer similar to uh, Super Meat Boy, where it's the instant respawns if you if you die. I mean, I think I had 1,900 deaths total wow. in the game. Well, there are certain things. Oh yeah, where no, you're just I mean, like, I get it. Like, boom, I've, boom, I've boom, played boom. Super Meat Boy before. Yeah. Um, so, but it's really cool because it's telling the story about this girl's um, battle with depression and panic and anxiety disorder. And it's just as somebody who's had who's yeah. dealt with depression and has dealt with anxiety. Um, it's just it's a super relatable breakdown That's cool. of how this girl's dealing with it yeah. and how the story that goes along with it. It's just really, really, really well done. Really well done. It's perfect. It got a perfect score from IGN. There's a reason it got a ten. Yeah. Um, Celeste is the name of the mountain, right? Yeah, Celeste yeah. is the name of the mountain. I like that. Yeah, it's the girl's name is Madeline. Very nice. Did it's you get all the strawberries? Cool. Oh God, no, <laughs> no. There's, so there's strawberries the, and B sides. Did you, you play collect. the B sides? Nope. I collected. I think I collected maybe twenty or thirty strawberries. And there are there's B sides. I've only found one of the B sides. That's cool. That soundtrack's oh. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the composer of that is local, and I've oh, listened really? to that a bunch of times. Yeah, cool. That's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's twenty bucks on the Switch. I think it's pretty much twenty bucks across the board. Everywhere, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's even some post game content uh, where your your stamina, basically your powers, are they progressively diminish as you go further and further into this area and on and on and on. That's cool. So, yeah, it's real good. Like so I'm going to finish that up. I, I've already finished the game, but, but there's, I'm going to do some post-game stuff. stuff. Nice. But yeah, I feel very accomplished that I finished two 10-rated games, yeah. at least according to IGN and a lot of other places, um, in the last week. That's really cool. Ah, it's very, very Getting nice. Getting stuff done is nice. Yeah. yeah. What are you playing? I played a bunch of stuff, so I'm <laughs> only going to talk about a couple of them probably for any amount of time. Okay. Um, played more Battlefield 1. I think I'm done with that game. I didn't beat the single player, but it's just it's just not fun. Is it's, it? Yeah, I was gonna, is it a very depressing? No, it's not even depressing. It's just, it's very, I mean, it sounds dumb, but it's very World War One, which means you're playing with very, like, single shot rifles. Oh, no. and Yeah, it just, it doesn't, it's real slow, real plotting, like, it's, and even, like, Wolf, so I'm, I stopped playing that and I started playing Wolfenstein 2 again, mm-hmm. and Wolfenstein 2 can be that way, it can be real slow, it can be real sneaky, it can be real, like, you know, sneaking through the shadows trying to, you know, like, take down guards and whatever, but if you fail at that, like, it just becomes this crazy balls to the wall action shooting 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 it's super fun battlefield when you alert the bad guys you're there just becomes this exercise in you like seeing who can kill each other with their bolt action rifle faster oh, <laughs> it's man. real boring so i don't know some people really liked it and i liked like i've played three levels on it now i've played the airplane level and the tank level and just like uh is like flying a, in that game better yeah flying okay, was fun good. i really enjoyed flying the tank was terrible and the on foot game was terrible so i don't know it's I, I got it from ea access so it's not like i paid for it and i was never going to play the multiplayer so that's fine it can go back in its box and access is xbox yeah it's okay the, it's that 30 dollar ea yeah. access which yeah. i got and so, you know, whatever. I actually deleted it yesterday so I could install State of Decay, too, because I ran out of hard drive space uh, on my X. Terabyte. Guys, games are huge, though, man. I mean, I guess. Like, I mean, there are so many. I mean, Battlefield 1, I think, was like 45, 50 gigs. I mean, they're big. 
So, yeah, but like Destiny 2 is huge. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But then we get the 4K textures, man. Mm -hmm. Some of that stuff's big. Um, I played a little bit of State of Decay 2. I'm not going to talk much about it because I got kind of through the tutorial. But so far, the tutorial was real fun. Um, (laughs) But that's free on Game Pass if you you have Game Pass. So pick it up. Came out uh, yesterday, which for, I guess, you guys will be Tuesday. Um, And it has four-player co-op, which is pretty cool. Um, It's a little weird. Um, Like, one person hosts the game, and they get to... To kind of have most of the progress done in their game, and you get to take certain things back with you to your game, which is a little <laughs> weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we played some more. Of, I'll play some more of that this week. Definitely, we're going to play some of that uh, this weekend. Um, I'm almost done with Wolfenstein too. Like super, super, super close. It's God, that game is so good. And that was um, the cutscene from the the game from. The cutscene that you posted is from that game. Yeah, yeah. That's so go look at our Facebook page. I posted a cutscene um, from when BJ Blaskowitz is trying to convince this resistance group in New Orleans to join them. And it's really cool. He kind of comes in and like kind of meets all the people. And then they're like, you got to decide if you're coming with us or not. And right as he says that, the sniper or the, the bad guy's attacking, the sniper starts shooting out the window. She's like, I'm a little high strung. Can you play me a song to this other guy who's like a jazz clarinet player? And so he starts talking. And then you, BJ, and the leader of this resistance group start kind of arguing back and forth as you're drinking and god like the cinematography as the guys playing this the the clarinet this weird daddy song is all over. yeah it is it's cool it's really cool it's like two minutes long and i was just sitting there and just playing I'm like this is so neat <laughs> it was just like the cinematography and the shots uh-huh. like it looks like a movie it doesn't look like a cutscene. it's good that was real really good. good and there's that game has a lot of really good cutscenes actually so nice and, and just the gameplay's fun it's just visceral and you get to blow things up it's great nice. so i actually died for my very first time in that game this morning. Oh, really? I'm playing on easy, so it's yeah. pretty easy. But yeah, I actually, I actually, well, actually, yesterday, two days ago, I kicked Hitler in the face. Um, <laughs> As one does when one then, sees Hitler. When, the, the, the scenes with Hitler are incredible because well because it's set in like this is like takes place in like the late 60s i'm gonna say almost like there was that uh what is that netflix or amazon show like the man in the high tower it's almost like this alternate reality where yeah what if and this is i mean literally hitler is now in his like probably late 60s early 70s he's like super firm infirm and frail and has dementia (laughs) you kicked an old man with dementia it was hitler right in the face and it killed him Did you not even think before you did it? Not even for a second. (laughs) You're like, oh, this poor old man. Well, it is Hitler. (laughs) He he dies, and the game instantly ends and reloads your save, and you get an achievement. It's great. It's good. It's really I mean, good. it's no spoilers. What it means, no, but, yeah. it's Hitler's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, Nazis. Anything, exactly. <laughs> it's very good. Like I, I, I fully. I'll, I'll have Wolfenstein two beat by the next time we talk. Okay, and it's nice. great. Um, the other game I played yeah, yeah. is <laughs> real excited. It's called Beat Saber, and like. We'll try and describe it, but just go out to the internet and type in, like, Beat Saber mm-hmm. carefully um, yeah. <laughs> and watch this video. And so it's it's Guitar Hero, but with lightsabers? Yeah, so <laughs> it's my, all takeaway, my takeaway from it is it if you were to play Amplitude. Yeah. If you were to play Amplitude with lightsabers. Yeah. That's... It's only VR. Amplitude meets Fruit Ninja meets yeah. some lightsaber-y kind of game. That's what I would guess. 
Yeah, and that's that's pretty much right. It's a VR only game, and it's right now it's only PC. It's an early access, so you have to have an Oculus or a Vive, and you or find a way to hack your PSVR into the Steam thing. Does but that? Do you think it'll work? Gonna try. You're gonna try. So when you look down at your controllers, you just see two lightsabers, and they work like lightsabers. Like you can cross them, and they do that thing. Nice. Um, and then these blocks fly at you to the beat of the music, and they're directional. So if a box has an arrow pointing right, you have to cut through it right. If it points down, you have to cut through it going down. And it's all in time to the music. And on easy, it's pretty easy. You're just like slash, 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 slash. <laughs> and then you get to like the the like the normal and it's a little bit harder and they come faster. And then you get to like the the more expert and hard ones. And it's like these boxes are just flying at you, and there's these giant wall things you have to dodge and go under, and there's landmines that you can't hit, and it's amazing. It is so much fun. Um, if you, I saw your kid playing, uh, which was fun. <laughs> yeah, so we, we it's a game that you can mod to, um, at least for now. They're actually building, I think, Steam Workshop support for oh, cool. I don't know if it's Steam Workshop. It'll be moddable anyway. Yeah. And so you'll actually be able to build your own levels. But some folks have figured out already how to mod it. And so I modded mine last night and downloaded uh, Bon Jovi's <laughs> Living on a Prayer. And my kid played it about 45 times in a row. Like slashing. So now that's your favorite song. It's my. It's a great song, though. It's okay. Yeah, I, mean, come on. Um, I have like a lot of... like. 80s Bon Jovi nostalgia. He was like my favorite rock artist in the, in the 80s. So I look back at it now and go like, eh, kind of cheesy, but whatever. But he played it like, you know, he's in there dancing and slashing and singing at the top of his lungs, um, but wearing headphones too. So it's really not on key. It was, it was incredible. But the game is, it's really fun. It's so- very good. For people who haven't dipped into the whole VR thing, is this one of those games where you're like, okay, this is why VR should be a thing? I there's probably no other way it could work, okay. um, just because you, there's no way you could do the lightsabers right. without uh, without some sort of movement based controllers. If there was a like, it doesn't need to be in VR. Um, just, you, like you could be, if you could figure out a way to have two. Like this game would actually work great on the Switch. It would be 100 percent be fine on the Switch. Okay, because you'd have the two Joy Cons and you could flash around. They've got the gyroscopes, so I think it would totally work. In VR, though, I think it's even cooler because you can, like, move your body and it moves your avatar so you can dodge the walls. I mean, some of the walls come over your head, so you literally have to, like, duck almost down on your hands and knees to get under them. I think that people are going to be able to do some just awesome, amazing things with this. And really, the only thing I think is going to limit it is the game, the the music licensing they can get. So what I'm hoping is that a bunch of, like, right now, it comes with 10 tracks, and they're all kind of EDM kind of stuff. I hope that a bunch of EDM artists, or even what I'd love to see is a bunch of, like, video game soundtrack artists could license into this. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, That'd be really cool. So we'll see. You know, I, I, I would totally be willing to pay... A dollar a track for new tracks. Okay. You know, like kind of in that rock band, Guitar Hero kind of thing. Or a subscription. Help offset the, yeah. the licensing fees yeah, and stuff. Yeah, be cool. Nice. Well, very cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that out. When I come back uh, from our little vacation, I really want to come we'll over and play Beat that. Beat Saber time at Cliff's House. Real bad. Um, all right, there's that. That's what we're playing. Dylan, what are you playing? <clears throat> okay, good. Um, yeah, 
I'm going to make fun of him. It's all right, yeah. I'm going to reference him like he's here. Every single time I go on vacation, I have to listen to the podcast. I'm like, on the way home, like, oh, God, what did they say? Right? Yeah. Oh, is, he, is, he, is he back tomorrow? He's back tomorrow. Ah, uh, he, so he's, hmm, okay. Um, all right, so after what we're playing, I always remind you to like us, rate us, review us, or whatever on the iTunes or wherever you might happen to listen. Um, leave us reviews. We'll read them. We'll talk about you. Uh, if you troll us, we'll make fun of you. <laughs> uh, but we'll always send you free stuff. Yes. Well, I say always, sometimes we forget. Yeah, I, I always remember. I just don't always do. I'm very, right. very busy. Yeah. Um, also, we did a thing back in April in uh, the north part of Seattle. It's called the Northwest Kids Fair. That was in April. We had a booth there, some uh, stations set up for the kids to play. If you are in the Pacific Northwest, uh, again, coming up on June 9th in Puyallup at the fairgrounds, we've got another Northwest Kids Fair happening. Uh, starts roughly at 11 a.m. is when doors, gates open. Uh, I want to say we had close to 10,000 people. God, it was packed. Yeah, we through the doors. so many kids play Mario Kart. <laughs> Yeah. It was fun. It was really fun. We, should we force them to play something different, or no. should we just Mario Kart Mario it again? Mario Kart is the perfect game for this. Yeah, I mean, it's it so boring, a, though. But it has an end. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. There true. is going to be a VR booth next to us, though. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know if they're going to have Beat Saber, but if they don't, they should. And if they don't, you should bring yours, and we'll just compete with them. Perfect. Probably not a good no, idea. probably not they a good idea. I don't want a bunch of sweaty kids inside um, my VR. But anyway, yeah, if you want some more info on that, just follow us on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. We'll post some info if you're yep. in the Pacific Northwest. That'd should be, be fun. fun. All right. Now that we've gotten all that done, we talk about what, Dylan? News. Yeah, <laughs> news. All right. Would you like your share of $100 million, and do you happen to play the Fortnites? The Fortnites. The Fortnites. Do you play it fortnightly? <laughs> No, no, I don't either. Nope. I need to. I should probably try it again. It's good. It's um, good. Meh, that's relative. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of money up for grabs. A lot. Hundred million dollars. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. This is for a series of events. Like kind it's of, not just the one. Yeah, it's not. You can't go get a hundred million dollars. Um, it's not. That'd you know, awesome. even even like when they do like the Dota World Championships, it's a twenty-one million dollar prize, but that's split up amongst up. a bunch of teams. Right. So I think this will be kind of a a series of tournaments, but still, a hundred million dollars is a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, two things that I think are interesting about this is one, like I think last week PUBG was like, "Dude, we're gonna do a big, huge thing," and it was like. Twenty million dollars, so which is still a, it's still a ton a of, money. of money. But uh, but like they just come out like, well, how about a hundred million? Yeah, just to just because we didn't say, uh, Epic Games is providing a hundred million dollars to fund some prize pools for Fortnite's Crazy. first year of competitive play. Which when is this? When is this all starting? Uh, is, I don't know. I don't. We don't even know when it's starting. We just know that when they start doing like legit competitive win money yeah, play. It's the 2018-2019 series. So, you know, this year plus part of next year, but holy crap. Um, but my favorite question was so far, so Josh, who who's in our Discord and stuff, was like, how can they be giving away $100 million? Like, that's insanity. I'm like, it's because they made, like, $236 million in March. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I think it might have only been 136 million dollars, but either way, but still, that's they are literally they're printing fine. money. So. Yeah, they're good. And yeah. the thing is, like, people aren't even paying for this game like full price unless you're buying that whole yeah whatever save the world. Yeah, yeah, but that's definitely not where their money's coming from. Yeah, people yeah, are yeah. Di- buying into the cosmetic stuff. Yep, it's crazy. So they're making money hand over fist yep. with this game. That'd Absolutely be cool. Nuts. That's a lot of money there. Yeah. But, 
And up next, more Fortnite stuff. What is this? Tell me. <laughs> this is great. So I'm f- not looking at it. I don't know what I'm clicking on. <laughs> <laughs> so Fortnite just added uh, jetpacks temporarily. It's kind of a new thing. Thank goodness Dylan's not here because he can hate all of our jetpacks because he hates jetpacks for some reason. I'm like, Why does Dylan hate fun? I d- <laughs> he doesn't like Deadpool. Jetpacks for the future. Oh, I got to go see Deadpool. I'm not going to talk about Deadpool 2. Meh. You're like I've, the only person in the world that doesn't like it. I didn't I didn't not like it. I just didn't care for it really? as much as the first. Almost everyone I've seen have said they liked it better than the first. That's interesting. Oh, interesting. You friends. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it at all. So I, yeah, yeah. I will see it and then I will give you my opinions. Um, but yeah, so he doesn't like guns. Like, he doesn't like jetpacks. He doesn't like Deadpool. He doesn't like what? The rocket launcher Movies thing? in general. Um, Dylan. Whatever. It's fine. Man, find we, some culture in Minnesota. We love him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. <laughs> anyway. That sounded funny. Okay. Um, so they released this jetpack update and then people were like, hey, what's this backpack do? And they're like, this backpack's not in the, the like notes at all. And once again, Fortnite, who famously accidentally turned on Xbox PC cro- or uh, Xbox PS4 crossplay, accidentally included a storm tracking backpack in uh, in their update. Like, I don't know if it's just like too many people working on this, or like every once in a while they just like try to slip something in, see what happens. But yeah, no, it was patched out almost immediately. But they're like, hey, I, I hope you enjoyed it while it was there. So what? all sorts of Fortnite craziness. That's kind of cool. So, right? what did, but what did it do? Did it track? Did it tell you where the next? Oh, it told you where the next safe zone would be. Yeah, yeah. Which oh. would be really cool if you could find it. That gives you a huge advantage. Huge right. advantage. So, well, it's interesting that they've got all these things kind of like. Because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, you never know what the next patch is going to be in a game. You never know what they're going to bring for the next, you know, season of this or yeah. whatever for that. So it's like you have to, you have to think that they're doing some of this stuff on purpose. Well, they've got a. I mean, maybe, how do you accidentally on purpose like well, leave in a storm tracking backpack? I mean, my guess is that they have. A bunch of stuff they're working on, and they have some sort of you know version control system, and something just gets checked in that shouldn't be in there, or you know, you know, cool. I'm sure that they're running huge tests all the time, and I mean, they probably have huge testers all the time. I mean, it, you know, that stuff goes on constantly, and their team's massive, so right. I, I don't know. I, I love the idea that we're just like, whoops, sorry. <clears throat> Oopsie. Yep. Um, all right. Up next, Microsoft is uh, launching a disability-friendly Xbox controller. It's an adaptive controller with two giant buttons for elbows or feet and, like, 19 ports uh, that can accommodate all kind of extra little yeah. input devices like... Uh, this thing is yeah. super cool. Um, and the, kind of the way it came about was just, like, kind of a, a group within Microsoft that entered some sort of, like, kind of, like internal hackers thing and so they put together this this thing that people that you know maybe don't have hands or maybe don't have use to their hands or need to use one of those you know like how Stephen Hawking had the like the mm-hmm. thing he could blow into that would make his wheelchair go around like could only you know control using one of those like people that physically can't hold a joystick either because you know they like they said you know the assumption is is that someone who holds a joystick has Two hands and you know can grip it and then independently use their thumbs to move, uh, you know thumbsticks. If watch someone who's never used a gamepad before and watch them try and do it, and you'll very quickly realize that it is not intuitive in any oh, way. No. Like we can do it because we're used to it, but you know there's a huge amount of gamers that that don't have access to that. So they put this thing together and people are like, oh, that's pretty cool. So they spent the next year working with um, like a charity that deals with um, people coming back from war zones that want to be able to game. Yeah, that charity's um, called Warfighter Engaged. Yeah, and and you know people that have you know been blown up and you know all sorts of of terrible 
war stuff. And so finally they were able to play games. So they got a bunch of feedback from them and they brought it back to this hacker tournament. And then uh, they got a bunch of feedback from a bunch of other uh, charities, you know, ones that deal with like cystic fibrosis and all these other things. And they've created this this gamepad and it's it runs on batteries it can sit on your lap or it can sit on a desk it has a tripod mount on the bottom if you want to mount on a tripod it can sit on the wow. floor um it's chargeable U- via ub U- uh, usb c um and like adam was saying it has 19 um ports on the back and the ports are just headphone jacks essentially yeah. so you can plug in big buttons if you need to have buttons to be able to press or like things you can control things using bites like you can actually bite down on something and then you can create the system via all these customized you know that is the main deck and then all these customized peripherals um, but it's only a hundred bucks which is like the huge selling point of it wow because nowadays like before this thing existed people that needed these they were thousands of dollars um and often you have to go through like a charity to get them to sponsor you and there's waiting lists and all this stuff and now people will literally be able to spend a hundred bucks get this base system and then only customize the things they actually need. So you might be able to just get 100 bucks and be able to use it and be perfect. Or maybe 200 bucks to get this base system and a couple of extra buttons or, or whatever. But because it's completely customizable to exactly your needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said also you can, you can hot swap things while you're playing. Oh, wow. Um, as opposed to old systems where it was like, turn your system power all down. the way off, plug things in, you know, put it up, let it recognize, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And this works on the Xbox and the PC. And nice. so it's, I mean, the people that this is made for are just talking about how it will literally change their lives. You know, that they they were big gamers in the past and want to be big gamers in the future or just love the idea of being able to play games and haven't been able to. So this is a, a huge deal. It's a massively huge deal. Sure, for a small group of people, but a, a group of people that have but, never yeah. been able to get the joy out of video games that, that you know, we have all the time. Like, I can so. only imagine, like, you've seen the videos where... Um, like there's kids that are colorblind. Or there's people that are colorblind, and for the first time, I'm the when, biggest sucker for those videos. Oh, in case you're great. wondering. <laughs> but they'll put the glasses on, and they've never seen color before, yeah. and it's just so great to to watch them experience yeah. that thing that we just take for granted. So having something like this, I'm really curious to see, you know, how how these people feel. Yeah. You know, being it's, able to play these games and experience these these stories and these yeah. experiences that we all just kind of take for granted. They said one, one of the cool things that I thought was really cool about it, too, is uh, it has a built-in thing called, I want to say, co-pilot. So let's say that you had a range of movement that would let you shoot things, but maybe not a range of movement to actually move things. You can actually, <clears throat> like, somehow hook up a another controller to it. And so let's say you could you could move me around and I could use the buttons to, like, shoot. Oh, nice. So you could play with someone who maybe is more able-bodied than you were mm-hmm. and control a single character. Oh, that's really Isn't cool. Isn't that neat? Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so looking forward to whenever that happens. Yeah. All right. Up next, Grand Theft Auto. It's just getting ridiculous. It's it's the game that will not stop. It's what? The single most uh, profitable piece of entertainment ever. Ever. Yeah. Over $6 billion. <laughs> Stupid. And it's on the cusp, the literal cusp, of selling more than 100 million copies. It's yeah. Like 95 copies. We talked, I don't even know, what, three months ago, five months ago, when it crossed 75 million? It's absolutely insane. Is it insane. only that... It has not been that long. Wow. I guarantee you it has not been that long. Wow. 
That's nuts. Who who were these 20 million people that just didn't already that all of a sudden they're like, Dodo? hey, I've heard about this great game. Have you heard about it? It's this great game that came yeah. out in 2013, what? 2014. Like, I've just been waiting. And it's not like that game dropped in price and all of a sudden you were no. able to scoop it up for 50 bucks. It's $30. Well, it's it's thirty. Is it is it thirty now? Com- like all the time? No, <laughs> it's like said, thirty on sale. Oh yeah, it's thirty yeah. on sale. Yeah. yeah, I mean they did really just release that big. I don't know if it's actually come out yet. I know they were talking about releasing that big Grand Theft Auto online pack that came with the game, and then a ton of online credits and stuff. So I maybe think, I, I think that's. I th- want to say that's why. Because um, just recently I saw that it was thirty bucks on yeah. the Xbox, but that was just the base game. But then there's you can get it with this, and you can get it with that, yeah. you can get it with the blah 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 blah. And like the high high end of it, I want to say was like one hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah, because that pack was expensive. It was like seventy or eighty dollars. Yeah. I just I don't understand who these people are that keep buying this game. So, I mean, so I mean, it's a great game. Like, don't get me wrong, it's a it's an amazing game. I just yeah, I, who doesn't own it by now? But I mean, it was developed in a very in a very specific time. Yeah. And it's got to be starting to show its age. Oh, it's, uh, I, I just beat it like two months ago. It's 100% showing its age. <laughs> so at what point are they going to overhaul the thing? Do you think they're going to overhaul this with, you know, just updated engines, graphics, controls, blah, blah, blah? Or do you think they're going to actually bring out a GTA G6. 6 and try? Do you think they could integrate it into the online world that GTA 5 already has? Or do you think it'll have to start from scratch? Not, because the, uh, that's my biggest complaint about GTA 5 is the online is horrible. It's janky. It's broken. It's impossible to join. It's impossible to do. It's blah. Right. Um, there's got to be something to it if it keeps selling But, like I mean, this. the question is, is I mean, I, you've got to think that GTA 6 is already in development, right? But when does it come out? Red Dead Redemption? Or, I'm sorry, Red Dead... Redemption 2. Redemption 2, yeah. Um, comes out in November. three months, well, five months. When do you bring out... I mean, if they're smart, if they're super smart, they're going to bring this game out in... GTA 6 comes out in 2020. Okay. Because then you still get last generation. You get all the people with Xboxes, all the people with PS4s, and they sell a bajillion copies right. of it. And then in 2021, PS5 comes out. Right. And you 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 do exactly what they well, did in this generation, yeah. where they brought it out for the 360 and the PS3, and then remaster it as soon as the new systems drop. And then you sell it again. Right. So you get all the people that are double dipping. So, I mean, I think we could easily be another two or three years away from GTA 6. Oh, probably. I mean, But I can't imagine they'd remaster this one again. It's already been remastered oh, once. That's true. I well, mean, because, I'd like and them plus, to. it's like it's sold twenty-ish million in just the last three-ish months. You so. know what they should do? Hundred percent. What they should do is they should remaster it for the PC. It's never been released. I don't believe on the I'm PC. Pretty sure is GTA Five out on the I, PC. That's where I've got it. Oh, really? I thought yeah. that was one. What was the one that didn't come out on the PC? Mm-hmm. I've got it. on Oh, PC. Red Dead Redemption never did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so no, you're right. Yeah, it is available. That yeah. would have been the smart thing to do, but it's too late. Yeah, it'll be here. I mean, maybe they're just taking their time, seeing like they're like, hey, remember that online thing we did with GTA Five? That turned into something we weren't expecting, so yeah. let's do it right this time. So maybe that's what they're spending all their time I know, doing, man. I, and it could. And I'm going to switch up the category, the the way we're doing our news. What's the order? You do because your thing. this could. Maybe what they're doing. So uh, officially, Sony has said the PS4 is entering into its l- the end of its life cycle, its the final, final phase. phase. <laughs> final phase. Um, so maybe they've been waiting for that to happen, waiting for the PS4 to kind of like, okay, it's been out for five years now. It's got to be slowing down. 
we're going to, you know, just focus on what the next thing is. And now that they've said this, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Your timeline prediction of 2019, 2020, maybe. So he's saying that the the next PS whatever is maybe March of 2021. And that makes tons of sense to me. Um, So you you release GTA 6, like spring of 2020. It's out for a year on current gen consoles, and it's going to be amazing because, like, the best games from any console generation come in the last year, year and a half of that. They figured out how to program for it. They've optimized the crap out of all their engines. It could be great. And then they release the PS5 just for the sake of whatever, and it's H, you know, it's 4K on everything. It's 4K 60. It's amazing. And then they remaster it and sell it. To everyone again. Oh my god! And I will buy it both times. Well, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> both times, four times over. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah. So anyway, so the uh, who said it? The guy. <laughs> that guy, John Kadira, uh, Sony Active Entertainment the, CEO. I can't read today. Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO. I'm going on vacation John tomorrow, Kudera. and I'm tired. Yeah. So I, you know, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty high level announcement to say yes the ps4 is is you know winding down to a degree but like i said best games the best games you're going to play in the system are going to come out in the next two years right well and what's interesting is everybody that i've seen on facebook that's freaking out or online they're like oh my god the ps4 is dying no 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 it so all it was was what is it year over year sales were down by like yeah they expect a million they expected this year last year it sold 19 million this year it'll sell 16 million and it's just gonna but wah, I mean the wah, reality wah. is at some point in time the system sold what 70 or 80 million units 79 million yeah it's at some point in time everyone that owns one owns one the market is saturated <laughs> yeah. everybody's got it everybody who's gonna buy it has bought it what I'll be interested to see is if that means that. Um, Xbox and Switch tick up. I mean, I think the Switch is obviously going to keep getting sales. I don't think, it's yeah, awesome. the Switch, I don't think it's going to do anything except just keep on yeah, going. But I wonder if you'll start to see Xbox pop up because people go like, well, I've had this PlayStation for a while. Like, I can buy a new system in between those two. I think they should. Yeah. I think the Xbox is a great system. The Xbox One X I love it. in particular. Yeah. Love it. And with you couple that with Games Pass and... Yep, dude. Well, they, well, there's like if if Microsoft plays their cards right with that games pa- game pass, whatever you call it, into the next generation. Like if they mm, they could really put a hurting on Sony. I really think they I, could. Uh, they've been doing everything right. Frankly, they've, they've been well, very. I don't know about everything. Well, in the right. last three years, they've done everything right. They had a super rough launch, but they've really, really kind of picked themselves up and are doing a lot of smart things. But uh, what I will Just be... nobody has a system, so they notice it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it'll be interesting to see what Xbox does in response to this, you know, what their next play is, whether it's, you know, the Xbox Z? I don't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it would be the Xbox One Y. There you go, the One Y. Why? Because we don't we know. Like We're you. Microsoft. We yeah. do what we want. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how, how this goes, though. I'm yeah. excited. All right. So there is that. Uh, physical. So another Sony system's dead. Um, physical Vita games are dead. <laughs> the Vita is still available sort of somewhere on a shelf in a place in Japan. Yeah, you can still buy them new, but they're they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're pretty cheap used, so that's nice. Yeah, I got mine for a hundred bucks. Yeah, I see them for that kind of like that, and I love that 90 to 120 all the time. Yeah. I, it, it's so sad because the Vita, like, I feel like the Vita was really trying to do what the Switch accomplished. Exactly. Just a day it, yeah. too, too early. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what, what's going on? The end of the road for physical Vita games. It's happening 
Uh, kind of now, yeah. I think. <laughs> I think, yeah. So last week, the developers of Stardew Valley announced that the Vita uh, edition is launched. Well, it launched yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so, wow. Do I need to? I'll have it on PC, Switch, and do I want it on? No, I don't think so. I think you've I got. I think you've, if you have it on Switch, you've got kind of the definitive version. I yeah, think, pretty so. much. That's a great game too. It is. Um. So yeah, and that kind of sucks because I was really into. I had a PSP and I really liked it. I played some God of War games on that and played my Hot Shots Golf and I still play my Hot Shots Golf. Uh, on my Vita because it's just and it's so slim and it feels yeah. so good in your hand. Yeah, I think unfortunately it just didn't sell. Great little it's, screen too. Yeah, it sold like 13, 15 million units and just God, didn't. That sucks. Yeah, just didn't quite didn't quite take out. I, I think it was priced a little high at the time, yeah. probably. Like, Absolutely. Looking at it now, maybe not, and all the things it could do, maybe not. But I mean, that's kind of what's kept me from picking one new. Is it's still two hundred bucks, which you know Ugh. when I can get a switch, yeah. That's three hundred bucks. Yeah, math. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, next, No Man's Sky is getting cooperative multiplayer in July. Finally, yeah. That thing that they. So it's interesting because when they talked to uh, that guy, Sean. Sure, he was all like, "Well, you know, we never really said it would have this." Yeah. But, dude, you kind of implied that it would have There was this. a lot of implication in No Man's yeah. Sky. But I, I think you've got to give uh, Hello Games a lot of credit for... Absolutely. Like, they could have pulled a Mass Effect Andromeda and just said, like, well, no one likes it. We're stopping now. Yep. And instead they've gone down, you know, kind of head down for two years and have just consistently been putting out new content. Um, and I, I think that people that love this game have continued to love it and have continued to be very impressed by it. And it's a great game to just kind of go chill in mm-hmm. and fly around. And, and I think multiplayer is going to be something that I'm, I'm really excited about to actually to give it a... You have it on the, the PlayStation, right? Yeah, I've got it on my we'll, PlayStation. We'll have to multiplayer it. Yeah, and I fun. really, like, f- for what it is, I've not... I mean, I've probably not picked it up since the, what, the Atlas Rising yeah. um, kind of patch or expansion, whatever they called it. And it... it I always enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. I didn't go into it expecting some deep, meaningful yeah. thing. I'm like, it's literally just about exploring, collecting, and crafting. Yeah, nothing and wrong with And the crafting that. is all the crafting is all fairly new. Yeah, I think I think it it could be really fun. Um, yeah. And it is getting an Xbox release too, so that yeah. was uh, soon too, I believe. So if not already. Uh, the um, the multiplayer update is set to hit on July, July 24th, and that's also the game's first release on Xbox One. Very nice. So, so it looks like the multiplayer and the Xbox Something tells me that game is day. gorgeous in 4K. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I've, it, I mean, they updated it and patched so it, does it for run the PS4. Nice. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm curious to jump back in just to kind of check it out because one of the big complaints before was all the environments, all the planets, they were all versions of one Same another. Me. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that they said that a lot of the latest patches and stuff and releases have really, really helped the planets differentiate kind of themselves that. from one another. Yeah. So. It's a game I've played about 15 minutes of it and thought it was fun. But like that first mission, man, where you have to like haul like Slog 20 all that crap minutes everywhere. away. Yeah. Oof. I mean, I've probably got I've probably got 40, 50 hours in that wow. game. Wow. Well, that, that's cool. That's a great. It, yeah. It's a fun. It's a fun time suck. Uh, so yeah. I think we forget about uh, sometimes that. There is a reason to play games that aren't super objective based. Go here, kill this, and then go yeah. over here and kill this thing, and then go over here and kill this thing. Like I, I like a game that's a little slow and just a little methodical and a little like gives you some space to kind of figure out what you want to do. Yeah, 
And that's it's the perfect game for it. Yeah, that's cool. All right, some more DLC on the way. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Donkey Kong DLC is uh, coming up. When is that? Coming up this summer? Yeah, apparently it's just going to be called Donkey Kong Adventure, not Mario plus Rabbids plus Donkey Kong. I'm a little disappointed, I'll be well, honest. Well, I mean, is Nintendo ever really known for their... No, their no, that's fair. ...super creative <laughs> titles? They're like, Mario 23. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that'll be fun. I have not played much of the new Donkey Kong game, the uh, the Tropical Freeze. Tropical Freeze. Um, the- past what I played at a demo event at uh, Comic Con, but mm-hmm. I, I've heard phenomenal things about it. So I think oh, it's just yeah. fun to add this. And you you played a lot of of uh, Mario Plus Rabbids, right? Um, I won't say I played a lot of it. I played You've a lot played of it. I think I'm it. about uh, two thirds to a halfway through. Yeah. Um, pretty sure Kevin finished it. My friend Tim finished it. A lot of people I know finished I it. I about an hour and bounced off it pretty hard. It yeah. just wasn't exactly. My I like thing. it. I'm probably going to, depending on how well the muscle relaxers work on my flight tomorrow night, <laughs> um, this game was the game that I was going to have to keep me company. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So, because it's, I, li- I like those strategy games, um, believe it or not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a game that I think I need to start over on because I felt very much like I got to a point where there were things that I needed to know how to do that I didn't know how to do. Like I missed a cutscene or I missed some instructions mm-hmm. or I missed something. I'm like, I'm here and I'm just, I made it through this level, but everyone's almost dead and I don't know what to do. And uh-huh. So I need to, I think I need to, to yeah, try it again. There's ways to bounce back out of the whole, like if everybody on your team dies, you're like, oh crap, I'm the last one. There's yeah. ways to, I, yeah. So I need, I just need, I think I need to start over again because I think I could like it. I just was and playing just it like, badly. Like so, it's a Ubisoft game, but they did such they did such justice to all the character yeah. models. Like you would honestly think that this was a Nintendo. Oh, it looks game. beautiful it's and was awesome. And it was really fun. Like I enjoyed everything about it, and I liked the story, and I like the I, like I think rabbits are lots of fun. Oh, um, yeah, and so I just I, I need to try it again. Um, it keeps going on sale. Like it's a, it's one of the very few games because I think probably because it is a Ubisoft game that you see drop into that like twenty five thirty dollar oh, range yeah, a true. lot, which is. Pretty uncommon for uh, for mm-hmm. Switch games. So, all right. So, um, E three. Yeah, it's coming up. Apparently, it's two weeks and two days from now, which is actually like four or five days closer than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've had a lot of people asking about it. Um, some people kind of excited about stuff and things leaks and and all that kind of stuff and i haven't seen like i kind of spent a little bit of time kind of wandering around the internet looking at you know what the potential leaks may be and i think it's almost too early to really speculate too much but one thing we do know is that uh, the playstation uh at least what they're going to reveal is kind of out there already um, and a lot of people were super excited about it. It's great. Um, but to me, it's kind of like, hey, PlayStation's releasing all, you know, their their big E3 stuff is all the stuff that they talked about last year that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> so, right. They're like, remember that thing we talked about? Yeah. So here's, we're going to do it again. Yeah. So it's Spider-Man. And like, I think <clears throat> Spider-Man has the potential to be very, very cool. Um, well, I think, I think this Spider-Man, I think this is going to be the definitive comic book hero game. The only thing period. that has really made... Made me super nervous about it is in the video from the last year's events. E3 looked really quick timey and I'm not a fan. Mm. So, well, so I was listening to was it I think it was Game Scoop and they were talking about uh, one of their listeners had emailed in and said quick time events yes or no and their response was very well measured and it's it's exactly how I feel about it used the right in in the right amount 
they absolutely add to bringing you into the game and making you a part of that cinematic experience where the game is doing things that you just cannot do with a controller. Yeah. So when they're done in the right amount of time or with the, when they're done the right amount of times across the entire, sure. you know, play of the game, then, yeah, they, they keep you a part of it. But when it's nothing but uh, quick time events, like what was it, the Dragon's Lair game, the original Dragon's Lair? <laughs> that was all one big quick time event. I don't know if that counts. But it was still, it was yeah, all yeah, one yeah. big thing. You had to hit a button. You had yeah. to go a certain way. And that's what the entire game yeah. was. Unique for the time. But now if you have a game that's nothing but that, that's yeah. just It's not- like three years old now. Um because I mean, there was God like what three or four years ago, like every single game came out with oh. you know God every thing yeah, yeah, had yeah. a million. Well, uh, the original God of War series that's kind of like yeah. well, that's not what that's probably what made it super mainstream just because yeah. everybody played that game and there was quick time events throughout that. And yeah, I'm, game. I d- I could. I could live in a world where they don't exist ever and be just fine. Um, to me, like, and I know we feel very separate, you know, differently about this, but I think they make God of War significantly worse. Um, I would rather watch that. As, but part of my problem, too, is especially when they happen as seldomly as they do in God of War, right. is a lot of time when I'm doing a cutscene, I'm like, okay, I put my controller down. All of a sudden, like, I'm like, oh, ah. crap. Yep. Um, Keeps you in it. You know, but not in a positive way. Um, to me, I would rather be able to do cool things. And and not have them be tied to quick time, but either way, it's right. you know neither here nor there. That game just looked very, and it was just the presentation of it looked very quick time heavy. There was kind of text scrolling at the bottom that seemed to imply very much that you were hitting, mm. you know, different things to do different combos, and uh, I don't know. It looks really cool though, so it may be very cool. Yeah, I'm hoping it is. Yeah, same. Um, we know Death Stranding's coming. Um, we actually have a question about that later, so we mm-hmm. won't go super into Death Stranding. Um, we know that. Um, oh man, my brain just totally went. Uh, Last of Us, two. Last of Us Two will be there. Um, like I said, it's it's pretty much the games that were there last year that just haven't been released yet. And I right. mean, I want to see more about Last of Us Two more than anything in this world, as long as there aren't spoilers. Because I still haven't beat Last of Us One, but I know, I know, I'll Dude, get there. I'll get it. Come on, I'll get there. But uh, I think we're going to see a lot of that. The the kind of to me the the kind of you know black horse that we don't know anything about right now is Xbox. Like I have no idea what they're going to be releasing because everything they talked about. Pretty much has come out. Yeah, they've already so, they said we're doing it, and they did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the system came out. Xbox. A lot of the game. You know, we have Sea of Thieves. We have State of Decay two now. Um, there's still a handful of first party things kind of coming out, but I don't know. We'll see. It'll be it'll be fun to watch. I'm very very excited. Unfortunately, the kids' fair happens during part of it. Ah, well, whatever. We'll bring a TV. We don't care about those kids. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We love kids. Love kids. Um, and speaking of E3, Devolver Digital, are they going to have a E3 conference yes, again? They are. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, like I said earlier, this was one of those. It was a. It was almost like the conference was very meta, um, where the conference was almost making fun of other conferences that other things do, and it felt very weird and self-referential. And and I remember I was on Twitter at the time it came out, and it was like split right down the middle, um, where. Half of people were like, oh, my God, that's the most greatest thing in the entire world. It's funny. It's making fun of video game conferences. And the other half of it was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I fell very, very hard onto the this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But I I'm love watching the YouTube clips of it from last year. It's ridiculous. It's uh, Go watch it because it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> um, but I really, really like the games that Devolver Digital makes. And so I'm willing to I'm willing to give them a. Uh, Another try, but literally their tagline is apologies in advance. So, yeah, the tweet they put out, that's yeah, awesome. We'll see. Weird. 
Real weird. Yeah, it was super weird. Go watch it though. It's, it's if if you watch it outside the the confines of being like, hey, you're supposed to be telling us about video games here. Um, <laughs> it's it's fun to watch, and the production was was a spectacle. I will 100 percent say that it was it was interesting, but uh, maybe not my jam. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely not mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there's all your news. All dun, the news dun, dun, that's dun, fit dun. to print. Yeah. All right. We have questions this week from Mansox to James Optimist Prime, and we always start off with, he's not here to do it, so I will do it, Vinny. Oh, yeah, Vinny. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry, I'm just not good at the Yeah, I, I mean, accents. I could do that accent, but it seems like it would be taking something away from Dylan. It's like... Yeah. We've already taken enough of his soul. <laughs> We're just going to leave that alone. Um, Vinny wants to know, who is your favorite side character in any given video game? It's good. Um, I really, really, really like current games that I've played recently. Uh-huh. Um, I really like, and I can't remember his name. We talked about him last week. The little uh, trolley side blue dude in God of War that makes all your weapons and armor and stuff. Baruch or Baruch? Yeah, whatever. I don't know what his name is, but yeah, I love like him. That. And I love that, that he, foul mouth. he's like super foul mouth <laughs> and very short with you. And I, But I love that he just kind of follows you through the game. Mm-hmm. And the first time you're like, how did you get, what, how well, does see, it, and you, 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 do yeah. they tell you about that later? Well, no, but I, he's got a brother. Oh, I know. I've met his brother. Oh, you have met yeah, his brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they both, like, it's not just one. They both kind of yeah, show up. they both just show up. I just love it though. That, like the first time you're like, how did you get, but this doesn't make any, and then after that you're just like, oh, he's yep. here too. He's here too. <laughs> I think that my favorite sidekick though is probably Claptrap from Borderlands yeah. because he's just so dumb and goofy and I adore the the when Borderlands 2 came out the video they put out with like you know now with four times more wub wub um, <laughs> he's he's just such a fun stupid right. dorky always happy character and you know he's good he's uh-huh. real good um so I was actually going to say my favorite side character uh, I really actually really really like Atreus yeah. From God of War. Like, if for the first time where you've got this pseudo NPC, but you can do things with him. Like, you like can make, make him, him do things. Yeah, like, you can make <laughs> him do things, but at the same time, you're really not in complete control of yeah, him. Yeah, he does kind of his own things. Um, it, it, it never once felt like he was a hindrance. Yeah. He never annoyed me. No. Um, once in Boy. a while, well, well, that's Kratos. <laughs> but once in a while, like he'll say the same thing. Actually, you know what? No, he doesn't. The reason I say his voice got annoying is because Kevin was playing on super, super crazy uh, hard mode, and he had to do the same fight. One hundred eighty times. Yeah, over yep. the course of about forty-five minutes. So I heard the same line uh, over sure. and over and over again, just because Kevin. They did a really good job of yeah. not having him be repetitive. Yeah, um, and he's t- the way that he like. Kind of like, oh, okay, well, if you want, we don't necessarily have to go over here. We can go explore over there a bit if you want to. Or, hey, Mimir, what was that you were saying about Freya? Yeah. And he'll just start these conversations that help tell the story. Yeah. I I will say two things, maybe three things. I, as someone who... As someone who owns a child of about his age, um, he is written so well. Yeah. Uh, absolutely reminds me of what it would be like to take a relatively, you know, all kids that age are kind mm-hmm. of obnoxious. Um, 
out into the woods doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it's he's written so well, and I think the same thing about Ellie. Is that what I say mm-hmm. from The Last of Us? She's written so well and does the like does the things that you'd expect a kid to do, but also does the obnoxious things you would expect a right. kid to do. Like she, she, you know, you're walking with her, and all of a sudden she starts whistling, and he's like, "Stop whistling! What are you doing?" And I'm like, I say that to my kid 48 times a day. <laughs> um, and I just love how how well written those are. Far Cry 5 has the worst sidekicks because they talk, they say the same lines over and over and See, over and, and over brought, and over I haven't again. brought the sidekicks with me enough oh to, to listen to them talk. I've just got the dog. It, the, get the bear and the cougar and you never have to have another sidekick anywhere. That's sweet. And plus then all of a sudden when you set them free, the Peggy's will go like, oh my God, it's a cougar. Uh, but God, they talk to themselves Constantly, if you don't have another friend with you, they talk like they'll talk amongst themselves and say the same things over and over again. That's if you don't really have a annoying. second one with you, they say the same things to you over and over and over again. It's real, real bad. Yeah, but they you know have a sniper rifle too, so that's sometimes nice. Was there a third thing? No, nah, I think I, I think I kind of merged okay. God of War and, and The Last of Us. Gotcha. Um, all right, thank you, Vinny, for that. Optimist Prime wants to know: Will Death Stranding live up to the hype? Did you guys ever get asked about games you felt were overhyped or underhyped? I don't even. So I, all I know is that it's got Daryl from Walking Dead in it. <laughs> That's all I know, and it's that Kojima guy who did those Metal Gear games. I think Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah, and so Whatever. I think that. So it's Norman Reedus and sure. Mick Mickelson. Is that who I want to say? That sounds like a plan. Are the two actors cool. that are going to be in it, and and Hideo Kojima, and Kojima has. Like a fan base that is is absolutely insane. They love everything he does, and I've never played a Metal Gear Solid game. Well, I think so. I think his fan base for one is because of the Metal Gear Solid games, obviously. But I think with the way that he and Konami split ways yeah, exactly. a few years ago, I think everybody was like, "Are you insane? Yeah. Let's support this guy." And you know, I think he's got kind of that like weird genius thing too mm-hmm. where hmm. he does he gets away too yeah, no yeah. he gets away with things in his games that other people wouldn't be able to get away with because he's weird and crazy and comes up with all these crazy reasons about you know weird things right um and so I think you've got that and then you know they've released a couple trailers for this and you know one it's a baby floating in some dude's mouth and <laughs> you know like babies in pods and then the trailer and I can't remember if it was E3 or the Game Awards last year that was like 10 minutes long yeah. and I just sat there watching I'm like I am not high enough to understand what's going on here and I'm not sure I can get high enough ever to understand right. what's going on here so to me like will it live up to its hype Maybe. What's this game even about? That's the thing. Nobody knows what it's about. Nobody's seen any gameplay yeah, in this game I read game the either. Wikipedia for it, and and like they're like, here's what it is. It's this you know adventure game that takes place in here, and there's this other world where you can go and affect different things and come back to this world. And I'm like, where are you, get are you getting that yeah. from? I mean, I'm sure it's interviews, and you know, if you if you've listened to everything they've done about this, you could probably piece right. together that there's a game there. Well, and I want to say I can't remember who I was listening to. Um, they were like, maybe it's just some weird like art piece where I he's just you, releasing these these ten. 15 minute shorts or you piece them together at the once he's like well that's it you, then it's our job our game is to go back and piece all these things yeah, together yeah. and go oh there's the story yeah that'd and I mean that, that's actually. like I'm, it's just performance art and they're pretending to make a video right. game um, but I mean and that's just kind of what he does like you go to their their new studio like when you walk through the doors there's like a 10 foot hallway that's just white bright lights and it's supposed to be like being rebirthed into their mm. office everything's <laughs> symbolism and insanity yeah. so like I don't I, is it going to live 
up to the hype, maybe. I, I think it'll live up to the hype just because at least we'll all know what the hell is going on. I guess, but on. I guess the question is, is, is it going to be a good game? Um, you know, uh, maybe. Has, he ever, has, has there ever been a bad, like... Well, I, you know, I think it's kind of like people love Subjective. Metal Gear Solid Five, but it's like a seventy-five hour game where a lot of it's real desolate and strange. Metal Gear Solid Four was that game that infamously had like thirty-five minute cutscenes. Like, right. I don't know if he has a if he's had a bad game or if people just kind of if he gets a pass on a lot of things because right. of his history. So, I don't know. I I, I will one hundred percent play it when it comes out. Yeah, but. I'm still confused by it. Hopefully, E3 clears some of that crap up. And uh, any games recently that you feel like were overhyped or underhyped or that, yeah, overhyped or underhyped? <clears throat> the Stick of Truth for me was a game that kind of like, hey, I'd heard about it. And I'm like, Subpark, that'll underhyped. be fun. And, and it was, yeah, and it came out and I loved yeah. it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I'm going to say the original Star Wars Battlefront for me, I thought it was overhyped because yeah. I just didn't care for it. Yeah, that's um, fair. Also, uh, uh, and it's a perfect example of a game that was way overhyped. Everybody lost their mind over it, didn't do well. And then over the course of the next two years, they're like, okay, they actually did some stuff. No Man's Sky. <laughs> I was going to be like, is, is that The Division or For Honor or uh, Rainbow Six Siege? Well, Division or? <laughs> did really, really well. No, it, it was one of those games that came out that was super... Really? Yeah. I thought it was a massively popular game. Not, I mean, I think, it was, I think it sold a lot of copies, but people were real disappointed in it at first. Oh. They've done a lot of work to make that game better. I really like that yeah. one. No, I, I agree. I did too. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's how Destiny was. It was, I think, games of the service now. They come out crappy, and you just have to wait for them to get better. Um, sea of Thieves probably came out a little bit oh, overhyped yeah. for me. Like, I really enjoy it. Like, Vinny keeps, Vinny keeps hitting me up. He's like, dude, it's it's so good. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's really fun. I really enjoy all my time in Sea of Thieves. I'm just going to not play it for six months because I'm going to wait for there to be something in it. Um, <laughs> Other than really, really pretty water. Yeah, I love the I love the idea of the game, and if I ever just want to go, like, chill, it's a perfect game to just, like, float around in and chill in. Seriously. But uh, there's not much game there yet. But nope. I think there's going to be. There's a new update coming out next week so maybe we'll we'll play it and talk about it next week all right <clears throat> uh next james wants to know do y'all listen to podcasts and if so what yes we do mine just over and over on repeat that's all it. week long that's it how long did you listen to our podcast every week before you stopped um i still actually do mainly just really? to make, yeah and i but i listen to the the rough edit if if it's something uh, that i've done fair. here and posted before you put it live i tend to listen to it on the drive home oh nice uh, mainly just to make sure that i didn't Screw miss anything any up. <laughs> f words or s bombs or whatever they happen occasionally they do yeah. we're human yeah. and adults yeah um, so I I know I talk to you guys about all the podcasts I listen to all the time. Um, first of all, GameScoop, NVC from IGN, those and and the podcast Beyond. Yep, those three I don't um, miss. Deals them. It unlocked. Is that the Xbox one? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I need to. It's good. I just got to make room in my life for another podcast. Yeah, and I used to listen to all four of those as well, <laughs> and I've kind of fallen off all four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're excellent, excellent podcasts. Um, I just started listening to other things. Right. Um, so I listen to the Waypoint podcast, which is a, a gaming podcast that's done by Waypoint, mm-hmm. which I like. It's kind of it's kind of political, um, and it's a little bit social justice warrior-y if that's not your oh. jam. So, you know, whatever. They're, it's a very progressive video game podcast, right. so. It's good. I listen to They do two episodes a week, so I listen to that Holy a crap. lot. Yeah, they do one Monday and Friday. Typical SJWs with right. nothing better to do. Oof, I, man, kidding, I, I opened kidding, up I'm this kidding. one this morning, and it was two hours long. I'm like, well, dang. Wow. <laughs> so it's really good, Hashtag though. Hashtag millennials. Yeah. I'm kidding. Um, 
It's run by Austin Walker. He's super smart. It's real good. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I listened to a uh, podcast called uh, Mystery Hour with James O'Brien, which is absolutely amazing. He's an English dude who does a call-in show um, on the LBC network in the UK, and the entire idea of it is that people call in with questions that they want answered, and then other people call in with the answers, but the rule is you can't look it up, so it all has to be like knowledge or, you know... Right. Experiential. It, it, it can be either like, hey, I'm a plumber, and so I can tell you about plumber things, or I watched a documentary on plumbers, so I can tell, uh, I can you, tell about you about kind this. of about plumber. Yeah, things. so like th- the answers aren't always right, but they're always interesting. Right. So I listen to that a lot. Um, James O'Brien also does an interview show that I listen to a lot. Um, I've started listening to um, shoot a political podcast that I really like, but I cannot remember the name of it because I've only been listening to it for a short amount of time, and it is called. Citations Needed, which is really good. I mean, I listen to the Idle Thumbs podcast, which is the dudes from... You listen to a lot of podcasts. I, Holy right, crap. You drive a lot, yo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I listen to Idle Thumbs, which is um, a video game podcast that the folks from, um, like, kind of the guys from Campo Santos, the folks mm-hmm. that did Firewatch, sort of are involved in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that team. Um that's probably about it. I, I dip into other things now and again. I listen to a video game psychology podcast. I listen to a sound, oh, be uh, cool. a music podcast that's about video games. So um, I also listen to if you like true crime. Uh, there's a podcast you've probably heard of it because it's massively popular. popular. It's called My Favorite Murder. Um, it's hosted by Georgia. Hard Stark and Karen Kilgariff, they are writers, comedy writers. Uh, they used to write one, one of them, I can't remember which one used to write, for The Ellen Show. They've done and been on Drunk History. Um, they do stand-up shows. They write for all these. They just, they're writers, and they are hilarious. And you might be thinking, oh, it's a true crime podcast, and they're comics. How does that work? And it's just, you know, they retell the story of these horrific, horrific murders yeah. that have happened, whether that be from the 1800s, 1700s, like they've got all these crazy stories. <clears throat> and then, you know, it's it's colorful with it's their funny. with their language and their stuff. It's it's funny and it's fun and it's never ever a victim shamey kind of thing and it's never a making light of what actually happened. It's all just a light retelling of some of the most horrific things you could possibly yeah. imagine. It's a good episode. I, w- I would really plug uh, The Dollop, too. <clears throat> like I, I, The only time I listen to it is when my brother, who listens to it religiously, I think he's actually seen him live, is like, mm-hmm. oh my god, go listen to this episode of The Dollop. <clears throat> and every single time I'm like, oh my god, this show's so good, I need to start listening to it, right. and then I never do. But it's it's every episode I've listened to that has been incredible. Um, so. Another podcast called On, uh, On a Ferris Unqualified. Mm-hmm. That was a, I've kind of fell off that because it got a little too regimented um, as far as what they're talking about, who they're talking with in the way they do it. I just didn't care for it after a while, but listen to the first 100 episodes. You might want to stick with it. Um, And then finally, I also listen to, and this is an adults-only podcast. It's called (laughs) uh, Lovecast. It's the Dan Savage Lovecast. Oh, Dan Savage is so good. So, yeah. If you are Very adult, though. Very adult. Yeah, very, very adult. If you are any way, shape, or form an adult... And you need love advice, relationship advice, any kind of advice. Uh, there is something for everybody on that show in regards to whether it be sex, sexuality, relationships, anything, yeah. uh, political, whatever. It is very, 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 very hyper liberal. Yeah. It is very, very, very hyper um, profane yeah. in the language that's used. Um, so, yeah. 
Never listen to it with your kids. Never. Please be of Headphones. some type of age that you can understand the topic if yeah. you look it up. Dan Savage is brilliant, though. He writes for the local... Is, is, great. is he the editor for he, the Stranger? Yeah. yeah. He writes for our local like alternative newspaper out here. And yeah. God, and he's, he's, been doing this, he's been doing his podcast for uh, five, 10, 15 years. Yeah. So, Super cool guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And if, you haven't, if you've never listened to Serial, like, I don't know how you've... Like made it this far in life. But listen to Serial. Serial is yeah, okay. great. Have you never listened to Serial? I don't know what that oh, is. God, the first like Serial is amazing. Okay, it's so good. It's a it's a true crime podcast. Oh, see, yeah. I would be into it. Yeah, but it's season based. So like the first entire season is about one crime. It's oh, good. cool. Yeah, uh, there you go, James. You asked if we listen to podcasts. <laughs> the and- answer is yes. <laughs> I hope you were able to take notes. All right, finally, wrapping it up with the most important question ever of all time. Yes. And it always comes from our dear, dear friend, Mansox. Yes. Uh, this question is, what's your favorite type of mixed drink? What is your favorite kind Milk of mixed drink? Milk and Pepsi. I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, don't laugh at it. Laverne on Laverne and Shirley used to drink it, and it tastes like a float. Yeah, I guess I could see yeah, that. Yeah, it does. Don't knock it. It's delicious. I know, like, <laughs> however many hundreds of I people. I don't like milk or Pepsi, listening. so. Yeah. Whoever might be listening probably just vomed all over their car. They're like, what? No. No, it's actually good. Um, so my favorite, as a former bartender. Oh. Um, I have a couple. It depends on the time of year, and it depends on the type of booze that I am being offered. Um, if it's in the winter months, I particularly like uh, hot buttered rum. Ooh. And I make a really, really good mix for that. You'll have to make me some of that because like that sounds that. delicious. Um, so I like heart buttered rum. I also make this really, really delicious spiced whiskey and chai liqueur uh, drink that if you shake it up with whipped cream, it tastes like spiked eggnog. Nice. So good. Um, what else? There's a drink that my friends and I, came, uh, my friend came up with, my friend Davey down in Portland. I just saw him this past weekend. Uh, I think that I think it's called a, an 11 and a half or a 10 and a half. Something like that. And you, you know Hawaiian Punch. Yeah. If you could think of the most boozy version of Hawaiian Punch, <laughs> but it still tasted like Hawaiian Punch. Nice. It's, it's, uh, the base of it is three olives cherry. I'm not getting paid for that. Um, <laughs> we don't saying, have an alcohol sponsor yet. yet. Um, can we even? Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, the base of it is three olives cherry, which is one of the better cherry flavored vodkas. Um, and then you just add there's pineapple juice, orange juice, mm-hmm. uh, little sour mix, uh, grenadine, simple syrup. Uh, oh, there's another thing, and then you just top it off with soda water. Nice. And it's delicious. Sounds very good. So anyway, that's those. Those are my favorites. I don't. I don't drink a ton. Um, and I don't mix drink almost ever. Um, like, I'm definitely not the kind of guy who has, like... Are you like a wine, champagne, or beer kind of guy? Or a cider? Uh, well, I'm, I love... And I'm not a big sh- wine person. I'm not a big champagne person. I like beer okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm very particular about the beers I do like. I love cider. All of them. Pineapple <laughs> cider is incredible. Apricot cider? I've never had it, but I would drink it. Pear cider? Pear cider is incredible. Mm-hmm. Love it. Next time I'm in Portland, I'll get you a six pack of that. That sounds I'm Apricot going to Portland cider. maybe this weekend. Oh, get so, it. There's a place some. called Beer Mongers. Shout out. Again, not getting paid for that. <laughs> it's on the corner of uh, 12th and Division in Southeast. Um, it's awesome. Nice. And their apricot, 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 I've said it both ways. Whatever. It's good. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. So I, I do, I've had a couple that I've really liked. Um, my friend Alexis used to make um, awesome, uh, like, alcoholic. Um, Arnold Palmer's, so you get uh, mm-hmm. like 
uh, sweet tea flavored lemonade. No, oh, sweet tea flavored vodka. Vodka sorry. and mix with lemonade, yeah. which I really like. Which you can just do sweet tea vodka and water. Interesting. That's all you need. Squeeze a lemon in there. It tastes like an iced tea. Oh, that'll work. Yeah. yeah. Done. Um, and so those are really good. <laughs> when my brother was out here last, he mixed um, honey whiskey and, oh, crap. I forget what the thing that goes in it was. But it was really good. Like that kind of like, oh, I could drink eight of these and then you're. You know, be on the floor. Uh-huh. I think I had one and it was like, maybe that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a raspberry pie for his birthday when oh, he nice. came out. And he made me one of those. And like. The original Mario or Mario 2 or 3, I don't know which one we're playing, isn't super easy anymore just because you kind of lack those twitch skills. Right. Slightly drunk, it's Way near hard. impossible. So, uh, Do you like cucumber? No. No, okay. If anybody likes cucumber, like, you know how you go to those fancy restaurants, they're like, oh, would you like some water? Oh, yeah. It's no, got the sliced cucumber yeah, in there. No. So if, if you like cucumber water, there's a vodka by a company called Pearl, and they make a cucumber vodka. If you just pour that into... Just a glass, just a regular shot, and then top it off with water. It tastes like cucumber water. Interesting, and it's super crisp and refreshing. Interesting. I like uh, like Captain and Coke. Why are you we know? talking? Oh, man, socks. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you know that kind of just basic bar yeah. drinks, basic um, AF. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that's that's okay. Um, nice. Yeah, and then I mean anything with a straw and a like a, a you know oh anything with an umbrella an umbrella yeah, yeah. if Speak- I could if I could drink it out of a coconut or a pineapple that's better oh yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's probably yeah. it. Anything with Bailey's in it that has also has coffee in it. Anything with Bailey's, especially Bailey's. Right. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, Man Socks. Uh, if you have questions for us, you can feel free to email us. He told me what his favorite drink was. I, I forget what it was, though. It doesn't matter. Probably something. This guy, he's probably like, I like pickle juice. No, no. he's Which he, people do shots of gin with pickle juice backs. That's gross. It's terribly disgusting. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you have questions for us, you can drop them in our Discord. You can leave them for us on <laughs> Facebook uh, or on Twitter, or you can email us, bite me at bitemepodcast.com. Uh, yeah, I think that's. Let's see if I can scroll back fast enough to find out what uh, Mansock's favorite drink is. But I don't think it's going to happen. Well, while you do that, I will remind everybody we are official Humble Bundle, Humble Bundle Partners. I can't talk. Um, Humble Bundle Partners. Uh, go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble, and you can find all the latest and greatest stuffs to buy and give money towards charity. And you'll help, speaking of charity, help us out a little bit. And this month you can get uh, Destiny 2. If you have not gotten Destiny 2, you should yeah, get Destiny 2. Yeah, if you've not signed up for the Humble Bundle monthly, make sure you subscribe because this month, yeah, it's, what, 12 bucks a month? Yep. You get Destiny 2 on the PC, which... Which I've heard is pretty much the best way to play it. Very good, yeah. You, so. And you can subscribe just for a month too. Like you don't need to, uh, you don't need to get in for more than a month. Yeah. So, so yeah. So check it out. BiteMePodcast.com/slash/humble. You'll see all that there. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Find us on all the socials on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, mm, yeah, at Bite Me Podcast, B-Y-T-E Me Podcast.com is our website. Did you Perfect. find it? No. No? All right. We'll, we'll circle back next time. Yeah, week. we'll come back next time. Perfect. All right. Uh, until then, you can what? Bite me.